Star Wars 7x7 episode 2149. Today we're going to continue our conversation about The Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi. And in particular we're going to talk about a thematic element that they share and that has to do with failure. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So on an earlier episode of this little mini-series we're doing here where I'm talking about The Last Jedi and comparing it to the middle movie in another Star Wars trilogy of note, The Empire Strikes Back, I talked about how there is a thematic element that the two movies share, but that The Last Jedi wears it on its sleeve a little bit more than The Empire Strikes Back does. And I am, in fact, talking about failure. And when I say it's, you know, more upfront about it, it's because they actually talk about failure directly in The Last Jedi. Specifically, Yoda chides Luke for not passing on what he's learned and says that failure is something that he needs to pass on. In fact, failure perhaps most of all and that it is an incredible teacher. For Luke, he's essentially a hermit on Octo because he believes that he failed in his attempt to restore the Jedi Order. He failed his nephew, he failed his students, etc., etc. And it's through his experience with Rey and his communing with Yoda that he is able to move past the failure and the shame that comes with failure to be able to do one last great thing and reclaim his legacy, if not for himself, then for everybody else who ever heard of him and who regarded him as a myth by this time. Leia, meanwhile, has to face the prospect of complete and utter failure in her attempt to resist the First Order. And she has to deal with what she perceives as the failure of her next generation, in particular Poe, who attacks the Dreadnought against orders and gets a lot of their bomber fleet wiped out, fighters wiped out. You know, I've had to make peace with that scene a little bit because on the one hand, you know, as you and I have talked about on the show in the past, I feel like this is a troubling decision because I feel like the Dreadnought, if they hadn't destroyed it, would have been able to follow along with the rest of the First Order fleet and would have been able to punch them out even though the other Star Destroyers couldn't. But then I got to thinking about that as I was prepping for this episode. Star Destroyers just by themselves can do orbital bombardment as well, so a Dreadnought isn't necessarily special in that regard. And I imagine that a Dreadnought is probably slower than your garden variety Star Destroyer also. So yeah, maybe they have more firepower, but the Resistance fleet was still able to outpace the First Order fleet. And that's why we had the low speed chase and even with General Hux firing continuously on the Resistance fleet just to remind them that they were still there. That seems to me that the Resistance fleet would have been able to pull out of range of the Dreadnought as well. So I think I've officially made peace with that decision and just come to the initial point, which is that Leia is unhappy with the way Poe Dameron acted, so much so that she demotes him into captain and sees that whole situation as a failure. And even though Poe thinks it's a success, he has other failures that he has to deal with in The Last Jedi. For example, he is the one who approves the mission to go off to Canto Bight and find a codebreaker to break into the supremacy and help everybody escape. But 
His plan doesn't work, and not only that, it ends up getting a lot of Resistance folks killed. And Rose and Finn learn that failure lesson up close and personal, right to the point where they've got the Executioner's axes at their necks and barely survive. Now, I have to admit, I had a difficult time figuring out where the failures are for Rey necessarily, but in thinking about her character arc, one of the things that is presented to us in The Last Jedi as the fact that, you know, Rey has had this desire for belonging and this desire for parental figures all along and her arc leads her to be able to stand on her own. So her failures in that sense would be in her attempts to bring on new familial connections, right? To not be able to connect with Luke and to have him be the kind of mentor that she wants him to be and to not be able to get Kylo Ren to come to the light side of the force and be a partner in this galactic conflict the way she wants him to be. So ultimately she has to stand on her own in the face of these events. That's how The Last Jedi deals with failure and as opposed to that movie, The Empire Strikes Back does not really talk about failure but Man oh man, there's a lot of failure that happens in that movie. It starts off with the evacuation from Hoth. The rebels have thought to themselves, hey, we're safe, we're hunkered down, we're fine, and they get found. And they battle, they try to repel the forces, but it's not enough. They are overwhelmed and they have to retreat. Previously, when we saw the rebels in action in A New Hope, they had been successful. They blew up the Death Star. But this is us seeing a major defeat for the Rebel Alliance. And the way that it's presented to us, you know, we have Han and Leia and Luke here. We have, you know, General Rykian. And when you hear General, you think, oh, this is a, you know, big leadership guy. So this seemed to be the significant Rebel base. Yeah, Mon Mothma was off somewhere else, obviously, but we didn't know about her then. So... Yeah, this seems like a major failure situation. And from there, Luke goes off to Dagobah, and it seems that he fails at many of the tests that Yoda sets for him, right? Every time he's you know, doing handstands and trying to levitate stuff, you know, he's falling and not concentrating and not learning control. He doesn't believe that the Force can be used in the way that it can, and even when Yoda shows him by lifting his X-Wing up, that's not enough. He goes into the tree that's strong with the dark side of the Force, but brings his weapons with him, and that's a whole disappointing and scary situation. And then, after all that, has a vision, ignores Yoda, and decides to run off in the middle of his training. And I think you could make a case for it being a failure to some degree on Yoda's part, and on Obi-Wan's too, to not properly prepare Luke for what was about to happen or to say, hey, you know, we've got something horrible to tell you and maybe this will change your mind for going, right? Then Luke, of course, runs off to Bespin and thinks that he's going to be a big old hero. Nope, doesn't work like that at all. It's a failure with Vader and not only that, but finds out absolutely <laughs> earth shattering news about his history that just completely undoes him. And then in the other plot thread, we have Han and Leia and Chewie and 3PO. And man oh man, <laughs> the Millennium Falcon itself is a study in failure. How many times did they try to go to light speed and it just didn't work? Now, I don't know if it's just because, you know, it's 40 years on and we've seen the movie over and over again, but it does feel sometimes like as you watch the, you know, escape after escape, the very serial-like way that they manage to get out of trouble, 
dodging into the asteroid field and then hiding out in that cave and then oh my gosh they get out of the cave before they get trapped in there by the exogorth and then they manage to survive the attack on the star destroyer but then they're tracked to bespin by boba fett like you just kind of feel the inevitability that at some point their luck is gonna run out like it has to after escape after escape after escape after 3po keeps telling them about the odds that they're defying like you just get the sense that at some point it's not gonna work and Han's not able to swindle his way out of this one. Leia is watching her whole world fall apart, not just emotionally, but also militarily, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it, right? I mean, she still is a leader of the Rebel Alliance, and yet she's losing, you know, somebody that she cares deeply about with Han Solo, somebody who is also vital to the Alliance that she cares deeply about, Luke Skywalker, and she's been captured by Darth Vader. There seems to be no escape from this situation, and you know, it's only by an absolute miracle that it turns out everything's okay, that Lando is actually trying to do the right thing as best as he possibly can. But she's separated from the Rebel Alliance. She doesn't have the opportunity to take control of the action until Lando is able to turn the tables on them. And yeah, it's really a difficult proposition for her throughout a large chunk of this movie. And circling back to the comparative with The Last Jedi, I would say that as opposed to The Empire Strikes Back, The Last Jedi actually has its characters learn from their failures within the course of the movie, whereas I don't think that really happens in The Empire Strikes Back. It's not until we see them in Return of the Jedi that we see them applying the lessons that they've learned from their failures, right? The bravado from Han isn't there in the same way in Return of the Jedi as it was in previous movies. Luke is willing to go back and learn the rest of what he has to learn before he faces Vader again. Leia is reconnected with the Rebel Alliance and wants to be able to do her part to be able to you know, get involved in the action once again and lead and help take out the Empire once and for all. And so there you go. Thoughts on failure and how it is woven thematically into the events of The Last Jedi and The Empire Strikes Back. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. Not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.